Oh, Maureen, I just woke up from the most wonderful dream. What did you dream? I dreamed that we won the Powerball Lottery. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. You bet. Let's Good go. Good evening, America. I'm Laura Johnson. Hi, Laura. Tonight we have another life-changing jackpot for you. It's worth an estimated $169.3 million. Ooh, get those it's a lot of shkull. That first number up is 45. Oh, we got the 45. By 32. 32. Tonight we're going to meet Shane Saxon. Oh, screw Shane. Million dollars playing Powerball. Million dollars. I laugh at your million dollars. Now come on. Come on. Numbers. Come We've on. We've got seven. Seven. We got the seven. 18. Oh, don't play with me. It out tonight. 18. With 15. Oh, no. Your Powerball number tonight. Good luck, everyone. Oh, is 20 and your power play multiplier oh is two. Oh. Let's take a look at those numbers one last oh. time and we'll see you back here Wednesday. Oh night. my God! Oh my God! No, we got the Powerball. We got the Powerball. Now, what do we do with it all? You know, I get an Oscar for that performance. <laughs> the Oscar for the most overdone <laughs> <laughs> performance by a podcaster. Oh, man. It is the lottery that uh, dreams are built upon, and it changes a lot of lives in a very, very big way. Hopefully, all for the better, but not necessarily. How many times have you dreamed of winning the Powerball lottery? Oh, anytime you think about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So Maureen and I were kind of thinking about what we would do if that dream actually did come true. And we won $167 million in the Powerball lottery. What, what do you think would happen? They tell you the first thing to do is become anonymous. Okay. Disappear. <laughs> no, no more mixing up with Be Pete and Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> no, we would still do mixing it up with Pete and Maureen. The but millionaires. We, but we would do it from <laughs> our, 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 our summer home in Bermuda or something, you know. But no, they tell you to like disappear because you're going to have people coming out of the woodwork. You know, long lost cousins. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever really thought about what, what you would do? Oh, if yeah. We were to hit that kind of money. Yeah. I mean, some of it is, is just kind of like no brainer. I'd pay off all our, our debts. Yeah. Uh, you know, pay off the house. I'd definitely set the kids up, each one, make them millionaires too, especially if you want 160 million. You could give each kid a couple million. Um, I would be philanthropic. I would definitely donate to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. St. Jude's, Jude's would get a, a huge. Donation, yeah. huge donation, and I think the Shriners too. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to do something for our church. Maybe finally get us a, a our own building. You see, Bishop George, this is why you need to be nice to us. <laughs> because if if we hit this thing one day, you're set, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be nice. You got to be nice. <laughs> Everybody that's mean to us, forget yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, th those are like the right no-brainer, right off the top of my head kind of things. Yeah. But then there's like places I'd love to visit and travel to. There's places that we, I think together we would 
have kind of like on our list of places mm-hmm. to go to if, if money were no object on a vacation. Right. Number one. <laughs> yep. Should we say it together? Yep. Australia. Australia. <laughs> we're going to go and hug a koala. And hopefully hug him back. He'll hug me back. Yeah, for those of you who do not know, Maureen and I we're obsessed by are koalas. koala crazy. We have a big collection of stuffed koala dolls, and we have koala pictures and paintings all over the house. We are just crazy about koalas, and our big dream is to be able to actually hold one yeah, someday. I would love that. And I'm just, I'm just thinking, you know, in our new house... I don't know about your man cave because I haven't really been down there too there's much. There's no koala down there. But in every other room in this house, there's including bathrooms, there's yeah. koalas. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. And we even have koalas in our car. We cars. do. We do. We have, and they have names. Oh, yeah. Well, most of them. Anyway. Most of them have names. There's Sydney. Right. There's Clinton. And we have, we call him Clinton. Most of them are, are named after parts of Australia, like Sydney. Uh, Brisbane, we say Brisbane, but I understand that Australians say Brisbane. Okay. But we have Clinton. I don't think there's a Clinton in no. Australia, but we named him that because I bought him in Clinton, at, at, a, at a toy store in Clinton. Yeah. Right. And then we have Qantas. Qantas of is our, 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 our first, first one. Our first koala. And um, I'm trying to think, Darwin. Darwin, right. So, so we really, really, really would love to see a koala up close. I mean, we've seen one at, at the zoo in, in San Diego, in San Diego yeah. but you don't get close to them. We really want to be able to hold one. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my, my second destination mm-hmm. would be to be able to spend a considerable amount of time and go all through France. Yeah, and, you're, and you have the advantage of being able to speak French. Oh, je parle français. So. <laughs> Don't show off. <laughs> so you would be in good shape. I would be screwed. I would be so screwed. Oh, you'd learn I it. don't know. The only thing that I know in French is Eiffel Tower. That's the only <laughs> thing I know in French. Eiffel Tower. I would be so screwed if we went to, to France. Well, you'd learn. You know Spanish, so you'd, you'd probably be able to figure, yeah. Out, yeah. figure it out. But um, I, I want to go to the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. I don't want to climb the stairs, though. Well, you can take the elevator. <laughs> yeah. But I, I would love to go. And yet I've talked to people that went to the Eiffel Tower, and they said, oh, it's this big old rusty thing. Yeah, they said it. Well, I think they refurbished it recently, yeah. so I think it's a little bit better. And I love the pictures of it at night when it's all lit up. And yeah, they, yeah, they do gorgeous, really cool stuff with really the Really gorgeous. And uh, just, I would just like to go all throughout France. I was very fortunate to have great French teachers in high school, and uh, they it gave us not only the grammar and the the stuff to learn to actually speak French, but they also in, included a lot of the French culture and talked about different points of interest in different regions of the country and what what they were like. And I, I was I would just love that. Would you want to go to the Paris Opera? I guess uh, that that's the Gar- not with the Garnier, I believe it's mm-hmm. actually called, right? The Garnier Opera House. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's not one that comes right to mind. I want to see the. I want to see underneath. <laughs> where the catacombs are, because that's where the Phantom of the Opera story takes yeah, place down yeah. in the catacombs. And those I don't catacombs, think they let you in there, real, do they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They do exist. Those catacombs. No, I know they exist, exist, but I didn't know. There is an the, underground lake. I didn't know if the public there. was allowed in there. Yeah, I think they actually do do some tours of it. 
that's the part that I would want to see, just because of the the literary connection mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Phantom of the Opera by French author Gaston Leroux. Oh, très bien. <laughs> Now, I, I took four years of high school Spanish, mm-hmm. so I'm not fluent. You're actually more, and you only took, what, four years of mm-hmm. French in high school? But your French is a lot better than my Spanish is. And yet, while I do speak a little bit of the language, I don't have the desire to go to Spain. Okay. And when I took Spanish, too, we went over some of the, you know, the culture and then some of the, the places to see, but I don't have that desire. What I want to see... Italy, probably. Is Italy, uh, especially uh, San Fele, which is where my dad was from. My dad was born in uh, San Fele, Italy, which is in the province of Potenza. Uh, and my dad was born in 1905, and he came here with his family in 1909. And my dad could speak fluent Italian, but he couldn't read it or write it because he, they only spoke it. Right, well, he house. was only like less than five years old when he yeah, came Yeah, he was over four here. when he came. And it was always spoken in his home, mm-hmm. even when, when I was a kid and my father would go to see his dad, they spoke Italian. Mm-hmm. And I, I think my grandfather, did. I, I, I don't remember him speaking a great deal of English to me, uh, but my father spoke Italian, but he couldn't read it or write it because mm-hmm. he wasn't schooled in it. Right, right. Well, that makes sense. But I would love to see San Fele. We are, we are Santa Fele's Italians. Okay. And I think that would be that would be great. And it's way up there in the it's not in northern Italy, it's in like central to southern Italy, but it's up on a big hill. Mm. Well, hopefully they've got <laughs> transportation. <Yeah. laughs> Otherwise you're on your own babe. So, so I would love to see that. Um That's funny because like I'm being Irish yeah. and and well, you know I, what? I, I, I did ask you, would you yeah. want to see Ireland? And you were like, not particularly. I mean, I, I wouldn't turn it down if, if we could go, but that's not like high on my list. Yeah. Now, we were Roman Catholics, and now we're, we're independent Catholics, but that is kind of like our, our root, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see the Vatican? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. Although I think I would be, it, it's somewhat disappointing from what I can hear too, because it's so freaking crowded, especially if you're in, unfortunate enough to go during the peak season, which I'm not even sure what that is, probably the summer. Um, it, it's just like, like crowds just kind of like you're going through the Sistine Chapel and it's like, keep it moving, keep it moving. We're, yeah. You know, like, I don't know if it would really be that enjoyable, but I certainly you know, would love to see some of the, the especially the artwork. And uh, I would love to go to Ravenna in Italy also, where all the mosaics originated mm-hmm. and some of the really, really early churches that go back to like the first century. Oh, that that would be cool. Now, you know me um, a few yeah, years I ago. Do know you. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice to meet nice you. To meet you Maureen. <laughs> um, a few years ago, I made this wonderful discovery. Uh, about Judaism, and I do nothing about Judaism. And I started reading about it and learning about it, and I found myself really fascinated with it. And I, I do see it as the basis of our faith, because at one time, those of us who are now Christian of one kind or another, we were all Jews. Mm-hmm. And so that is the basis, and there is a lot of similarity between things that are done in Judaism 
and things that we do in Christianity. Right. Of course, we differ on the Jesus thing, but there's a lot, as they say, there's more, I think, that brings us together than separates mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see Jerusalem. Yeah, I would to love to Israel. do the Holy, the Holy Land tour kind of thing. Yeah. Um, a while back, uh, one of the priests in our former parish was doing a, a trip and had money been no object and mobility not been an issue, yeah, yeah, I would have would have loved to have gone because they did things like they um, renewed their baptismal vows and they went in the Jordan and then they went to um, Cana and those that were married got to like redo their wedding vows at Cana and then they walked the um, Via Dolorosa, which is the path that Jesus took with, on the cro- with his cross to Calvary and they went to the Garden of Gethsemane and they saw the upper room and you know I, I think that would have been a really emotional and spiritual journey to take. You and I have an acquaintance with Hanala Felig Harrell, mm-hmm. who is a wonderful singer-songwriter, Jewish, and Hanala moved, uh, I guess, a little over a year ago now from her home in Florida. I think she's originally a New York girl. I think it's got to be more but than she, a year. She lived in Florida and they moved, they made what, what's called Aliyah. Mm-hmm. They returned home to Israel, and she's living, I think, just outside of Jerusalem. And some of the videos that Hanala posts are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it, it really makes you want to at least go there and, and, and spend some, some time there. Yeah, I think that would be definitely worth doing. Now, here's where you and I are maybe going to differ. <laughs> What would you do for a place to live? Because I know you would want to sell you know, yellow you, house. You're going to be surprised. Yeah. If money was no object, yeah. I don't know necessarily now that if I would sell this house. Now, those of you, again, who don't know what yellow house is, that's what we call our house because it's very, very yellow outside. And this house is located in the community in which I was raised, and I lived here between 1955 and 1976. Those of you that listen to us every week are probably tired of hearing about it, but for our new listeners, I always like to try to explain it. So for me, uh, we returned here just last March. We bought a house here within walking distance of the, the school that I went to, the elementary school. So for me, this was a big homecoming, mm-hmm. and this really is where I want to spend the rest of my life and knowing that makes me think well gee if money's no object i would just maybe do some renovations here yeah to make it a little bit more of what i want We'd probably put another room or two on yeah i think i would knock out the back of the house definitely make a dining room because right now our, our kitchen has the dining room table in it and it's fine yeah, we have for a, a large small group. kitchen it used to be a kitchen and a separate dining area and previous owners took the wall out, so it's kind of like an open concept sort of a thing. But it's not huge, no. and, and if you're going to have like a sizable number of people over, it's yeah. going to be a little crowded. Um, so I would like to have, and I would like to have like a dining room or something. Um, perhaps replace, use our living room as a dining room, and add a living room out the back or something like that. I'm so glad you said that, and and this is silly yeah. because <laughs> I find myself getting upset at the thought 
of selling Yellow House, which, of mm-hmm. course, we're not going to do because we, we haven't hit the Powerball, really, and we probably never will. Because we don't buy the tickets. Because we, <laughs> we don't buy the tickets. Because I'll tell you folks something. Every night when they draw the lottery mm-hmm. on television, mm-hmm. just for fun, Maureen and I sit there and we call out numbers. We haven't won a freaking thing yet. <laughs> Not a, it's, it's like if the object of this game were to pick the numbers that they're not going to call, we would, we have would the be millionaires. <laughs> we would have the market cornered on that. And that's between the two of us calling yeah. out numbers and we still don't get them right. I think the best we did was we've, we've had like maybe two out of four yeah. come up. Yeah. But they don't. See, they should have a lottery where you win something if even if you get one number. <laughs> You know, well, <laughs> well uh, there, is, there, there is lesser prizes, but I think you have to have at least three yeah. numbers of it. I'm not sure. So I don't, I don't even know why I ever thought about this seriously, but I was like, oh my God, I hope she doesn't say we're going to sell Yellow House. I <laughs> that would break my heart. I can't, I can't do I that. I don't want to break your heart. I thought we and would. Uh, the other thing is I don't want to move again. <laughs> we would, oh, please. I don't want to do that again. But, um, you know. Prior to this, I probably would have said a house down the shore. Well, you know what? We could do that as like our summer house or something. Yeah. I don't don't like being tied into a a vacation home because then your vacation is always going to that house and you never do anything else. Well, then what we would do then is we would buy houses all All over the place. (laughs) We'd have all different houses all over the place. I think the other thing I would do is definitely take some really nice cruises. Oh, yeah, because we are, again, we are koala crazy, and we are cruise Cruise junkies. (laughs) So uh, definitely have to look into some of those. Um, But, yeah, those those are the kind of things that I think of. Would you buy a different car? No, not necessarily. I I like our car. I like the cars that we have. Uh, we, we have Hyundais where we, we've bought Hyundais for the last several years. We like them. I still want. You want your sexy. I want my sexy sports car. Sports car. car. And I've wanted this since midlife. And now I am 20 years after. Midlife crisis. Where you're supposed to. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm approaching grave crisis right <laughs> now. This is your grave crisis when you get to be my age. Uh but I still, <laughs> I still want to have that sports car. Well, I'll tell you what. When we win the hundred and sixty million, I get get the sports get car. your sports car. Get the sports car. I probably will never ride in it, but you go right our, ahead. Our friend Mike Gaston has a, a Tesla, and uh, he was showing it to me, and I was just like, "Oh!" You were drooling. I was gobsmacked, <laughs> as they say, gobsmacked. Whatever <laughs> that's supposed to mean. <laughs> That's a British thing, I think. I don't know what it is. I, I hear the, the I hear those crazy young people say it today. <laughs> and gobsmack, whatever that is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd get the Tesla or something just for funsies. Yeah. Maybe I'd get a cool new guitar. I don't know. Yes, you would get that, that top-of-the-line Martin guitar. Or Taylor. Or have, have something custom-made for you. <laughs> you know? Mm. <laughs> where they they take you out to the forest and you pick out the, the wood <laughs> <laughs> that it's made from the other thing that i'm afraid of is if we were to win that kind of money you would be cool you would be cool however your ever loving husband here would become a total 
jackass, I'm afraid. <laughs> and that's why we don't win. Right. God has it in his plan. He doesn't want you to turn into God a total jackass. God has to keep me humble. And I keep telling him. Darn it well, anyway. <laughs> well, don't, you know, don't, don't penalize Maureen because I'm going to be a jackass. You know, let, well, her, tell you what, let her win some of the money. I'll tell you what, God, would, instead of giving us 160, how about 1 million? Just start, start small. <laughs> See if he can handle it. Because I'll, I'll let you all in on a little something. Um, when we were coming back here to Madison Park, I really wanted to buy the house that I grew up in. That was my big dream, to come back to 60 Princeton Road and buy that house. And if you're listening to this and you own 60 Princeton, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I've, I've already talked to the, the gentleman that owns 60 Princeton, uh, not even about what my plan was, <laughs> yeah. but just to, I saw him out there working on his car right. and, just and I just stopped by and said, hi, I used to live here. And then the house looks sensational. They really have taken very good care of it. And it, I, I kind of got a lump in my throat when I saw it. And I said, mm -hmm. you know, thank you for taking such good care of my childhood home. But my dream was, and this is where I get to be a total jackass, was to knock on the door. Remember, Pete's now worth $160 million knock on the door and say, hi, I want to buy your house. It's not for sale. No, 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 no. I don't think you heard me, my good man. I would like to buy your house. Well, it's not for sale. No, I don't think you're hearing me. Everything is for sale at the right price. Everything is for sale. How much do you want for this house? What's it going to take? That was like my dream yeah. and yet and as you said to me that's a terrible thing to do it's obnoxious <laughs> and i'm thinking no it's a nice thing to do if the guy says to me if, if he paid if he paid two hundred thousand dollars for that house two hundred and thirty thousand whatever he bought it and i said i'll give you five hundred i'll give you seven hundred thousand dollars for that house today do we have a deal that's a nice thing <laughs> That's a, right? Where is he going to come up with $700,000? But it's obnoxious. It's not obnoxious. It's nice, Maureen. Okay, honey. <laughs> it's nice. But you know what else a drawback would be? What? If we were to buy your childhood home, you wouldn't want to do anything to it. You'd want to have everything exactly the way it was when you grew up. I might be mad yep. when I go in because I know that they've made changes in there. Well, they definitely and, added and a garage. And they probably made it very, very lovely. Mm -hmm. But I would want it to be the way that it was when I was growing up, which is actually very close to what Yellow House here is. The layout is mm -hmm. the, the exact layout, that we, except for... The open concept kitchen The open dining concept room. kitchen yeah. dining room, cafeteria, cafetorium, theater. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> all, Cafetorium. All-purpose all room. Uh, the house is very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And and to me, that's, that's, it's special. It's. Well, that that's why I think it would be hard for me anyway, yeah. to live in the house that you grew up in the exact house, because I think it would become sacrosanct to you and you wouldn't want to change it. I would be like, who knocked down my bedroom? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, 
my bedroom is blue. This one has to be blue now. You yeah. know, uh, who who took down the knotty pine that my father put up in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm, I think it was a blessing in disguise that that one was not available, and we were lucky enough to be able to get something similar. Yes. And you know, and and a little bit more updated than what you had, and I think uh, it all worked out yeah. for the best. I, I, I hope that that's not really obnoxious that I would do that. I hope you wouldn't really do that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know. I would say what day, it would depend on my mood that day. Yeah, but, it, but you know, throwing your money around like that is never a nice thing. I don't care. Ooh, I just got schooled, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you know, this would never, you know, you know what would happen if, if we won that, that Powerball Here's Pete and Maureen. We're just coming out of the Powerball office, and we've got our check for $167 million or whatever it is after, after taxes, ta- which would probably be about <laughs> you know, maybe $100 million or something, something like that. It's still good. And Pete's walking down the sidewalk with Maureen, and we're all happy, and all of a sudden, Pete gets a pain in his lower back. And he goes to the doctor, and they take tests, and they say... You are in a lot of trouble. Mm. You are in a lot of trouble. Hope you can spend that money fast because you've got cancer or something. And oh, don't even, don't even kid. And that. you're not going to be around too long. That's that would be my luck. Well, I, I often thought that with, um, like, Publishers Clearinghouse and some of those ones where it's like you win, you know, two thousand dollars a week for life. And I thought, yeah. For life. And, you know, I'll, I'll die the, the next month, you know, uh, or I'll get run, hit by a bus or something. You know? I'm, on, I'm on the cell phone talking to my wife. Hey, Maureen, guess what? The publisher's clearinghouse was here, and I'm walking across the street while I'm talking. Here comes the bus. Boom! <laughs> That's it for Pete. Yeah. That's it for Pete. Run over by the bus. I always thought I would designate it to, like, Erin, our, our grandchild, granddaughter or something, with the stipulation that we get to use it un- until such time, but that way it, it ensures that the, the prize goes on longer. Yes, but we have more than one granddaughter, so well, what yeah. do you do with that? <laughs> well, they, they, yeah. can, they can work it out. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's a discussion behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that one on the podcast. But yeah, but I definitely would, would want to write out a huge check for, for St. Jude's and for Shriners just because yeah. that they do such incredible work. And yeah, write out a check to our church. And you know, this again, our kids are going to be, there goes that church again. <laughs> there goes that church again. But it's and something give that's them money too. very, very, oh yes. Oh yeah. We, we, we toss a couple of bucks there. Yeah. Probably <laughs> set up college funds they for wouldn't the grandkids. Have, they wouldn't have anything to worry about. The grandkids wouldn't have anything to worry about. So anyway, that's what we thought we would do. We just, you know, and of course, it's, we're talking out of our backsides here. As we say yes. on this show, we sometimes pull it off the top of our heads, and sometimes it comes out of someplace else. And this is a definite coming this out of somewhere else. This is coming out of someplace <laughs> else. Because we ain't going to win that money, but boy, oh boy, is it nice to think about it. Hey, we have some things that we need you to do for us. We need to hear from you. If you listen to us on Anchor.fm, and Anchor.fm is not a broadcasting station. It's not a radio station. It is a website which is the home of our podcast, and they just call it anchor.fm. Why? I don't know. But if you go there, 
All of our podcasts are there. There's 41 of them now. You can listen to them, and then you can leave us a voicemail. How cool is that? You know, like our, our, our friend Joe is always leaving us these really great voicemails about the show. And you can do that, too. And we would love to hear from you, even if you say, I don't like your show. Tell us why you don't like it or tell us why you love it. But we want to hear from you. So you can go to anchor.fm, listen to our podcast, and then leave us a voicemail. And, of course, we still have our email at Podcast at yahoo.com. Absolutely. And all our Facebook presence as well. So we hope you enjoyed our little trip down uh, Millionaire Acres. <laughs> like us and share. <laughs> And we'll see you next week for another edition of Mixing It Up with Pete and Maureen. Until then, I am the aforementioned Pete Toriello. And I am Maureen Toriello. Aforementioned as well. For now, goodbye, God bless you, and thank you. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.